0: Hey guys, it's Amon
1: and Christina from Our
0: Rich Journey. Journey. This is our step-by-step guide on how to achieve financial independence by investing in the stock market. You see, so many people ask us how we were able to achieve financial independence by investing in index funds, individual stocks, ETFs, REITs, and so we are gonna answer that question in today's video by giving you eight steps that you can follow to get started investing in the stock market for financial independence and retiring early.
1: So if you're new to our channel, our channel is all about making, saving, and investing money on the road to financial independence. Aman and I pursued financial independence for eight years. We reached our goal, quit our jobs, and retired before the age of 40, and we moved here to Portugal. So if you're interested in learning more about ways to make, save, and invest money for financial independence, make sure you subscribe to our channel. So let's get into the eight steps for people that are interested in investing in the stock market for financial independence and retiring early. Now, when we say retiring early and you're making these investments into the stock market to do that, what we mean is that once you grow your portfolio to a certain amount. The idea under early retirement is that you have enough money in your portfolio to pay for your expenses in retirement so that you never have to work again.
0: So let's jump into our eight steps for achieving fire by investing in the stock market. The first step is to understand the stock market and the history of the stock market. So the stock market has its roots in the 17th century with the Amsterdam stock exchange. However, the concept took off in the U.S. in the late 18th century with the launch of the New York Stock Exchange. Over the centuries, the stock market has witnessed periods of prosperity such as the roaring 20s and periods of decline such as the Great Depression and the global financial crisis of 2008. These historical events underline the cyclical nature of the market, reinforcing that while markets can experience downturns, they also have proven resilient over the long term.
1: Now, understanding the history of the stock market is really important because it gives you the confidence in understanding that even though there are ups and downs and the stock market is very cyclical in nature, you always ultimately see the stock market going up. So step two is to define your retirement goals and calculate the amount of money that you would need in your stock portfolio in order to reach those goals. We refer to this number that you need as your FIRE number. This is the amount of money that you would need in your stock portfolio in order to reach financial independence, to retire early and never have to work again, because the money in your stock portfolio will support all of your expenses. Now, in order to calculate your FIRE number, you need to begin thinking about your expected expenses in retirement. So you begin calculating these expenses line by line. You take this annual amount of expenses in retirement and you multiply that by 25. This is your FIRE number. So the reason why you would multiply your expected annual expenses in retirement by 25 is because of this concept known as the 4% rule. Now under this rule, the idea is that you will be able to pull Four percent from your stock portfolio every single year adjusting for inflation in order to pay for your expenses in retirement and under this rule when you pull four percent from your portfolio even adjusting for inflation the idea is that you will never run out of money from your portfolio so i'll give you an example let's say that you calculate that your annual expenses in retirement are going to be forty thousand dollars You would take forty thousand dollars and multiply that by 25 that would give you one million dollars that means that you would need one million dollars in your stock portfolio in order to reach financial independence to retire early and never have to work again because you will be able to live off of the investments in your stock portfolio now one million dollars if you have that in your stock portfolio a four percent withdrawal from that would be forty thousand dollars That means each year you are withdrawing four percent from your portfolio which would give you forty thousand dollars and that would cover your expenses in retirement
0: now we have an entire video that digs a lot deeper into the four percent rule why you multiply times 25 and all of the things you should be doing to calculate your expected annual expenses in retirement we will leave a link to that video in the description below
1: So the next step, step three, is determining your asset allocation. Now, this is you sitting down and really deciding how much do you want to allocate in your portfolio to cash, how much do you want it towards stocks, and how much do you want it towards bonds. Now, this allocation is very unique for each individual because it really depends on your goals, your time horizon, and your risk tolerance. Now, in terms of risk tolerance, people with a lower risk tolerance tend to allocate more of their portfolio to bonds and cash. And people with a higher risk tolerance tend to allocate more of their portfolio to stocks. But if you're pursuing financial independence and retiring early, you really have to strike the right balance. Because if you have too much of your portfolio allocated to cash or bonds, your portfolio will not grow at the rate that it needs to grow for that 4% withdrawal and adjusting for inflation. So understand, your needs in terms of your goals, risk tolerance in your time horizon, but also understand that need for growth that you need in your portfolio in order to reach your fire number and sustain yourself in early retirement. Step four is understanding the type of stocks that you want to invest in. There are so many different types of stocks, but you can categorize them in terms of your goal. So maybe your goal is to create a portfolio of dividend stocks or value stocks or growth stocks. This is what we mean by identifying the type of investment that you want in your portfolio.
0: And this brings us to step five, diversify your portfolio. So when you are going about picking your individual investments. It's important that you pick investments that are not necessarily correlated to one another. It's important that you don't put all of your money into one particular stock or into one particular sector. Because if that one sector fails, if that one individual company fails, then you could lose all of your money. So it's important that you have a diversified mix of investments within your portfolio.
1: So this leads us to step number six, which is to consider investing in index funds. If you are looking for diversification in your portfolio, index funds may be the way to go because index funds can hold a basket of many different companies within the fund, allowing you to ultimately diversify just with even a single index fund.
0: Now, if you've been watching our videos, you know that one of our favorite index funds is VTSAX. Now, this is a total stock market index fund, which means it includes all of the stocks on the stock market in this one fund. So just by investing in this one index fund, you get to own the entire stock market. And this is ultimate diversification.
1: So this leads us to step number seven, which is developing a consistent investment plan. This means that you are investing routinely on a schedule. Maybe it's every week, every two weeks, every month, every other month. But the idea is that you are consistently investing regardless of whether the market goes up or whether the market goes down. Now consistent investing can help mitigate the impact of market volatility and it can also reduce the emotional investing that investors sometimes have when you see this volatility in the market.
0: And when you are investing based off of your emotions, you tend to make mistakes. You tend to buy and sell based off of the whimsical short-term news that is taking place. And this is something that can lead to a lot of losses when it comes to investing. And so when we talk about consistently investing, it means developing a plan based on everything that we previously talked about and sticking to that plan. You see, you've done all of the homework. You've looked at the history of the stock market. You picked your asset allocation plan. You picked the stocks that you want to have in your investment portfolio. And so now it's so important to consistently invest in that plan.
1: And this leads us to the final step step eight which is to understand how you're going to manage your portfolio in retirement so this includes concepts such as rebalancing to make sure that your asset allocation is still aligned when you're in retirement but it also means understanding how you're going to be pulling from your portfolio in order to pay for your expenses in retirement Now, if you're interested in learning more about how you live off of your portfolio in retirement, how you use that to pay for your expenses in retirement, we have a FIRE Masterclass where we go into that. We also share our own stock portfolio and all of the different investments that we made on our FIRE journey in our FIRE Masterclass. So if you're interested in learning more about that, we will leave a link in the description below, or you can also just go to ourrichjourney.com. Now, as for these eight tips, we hope that you can begin implementing them as you begin developing your stock portfolio for financial independence and retiring early so if you like this video please make sure you give us a thumbs up subscribe to our channel and join the the journey. journey